Welcome to another episode of Onside Punt. My name is Cad and I'm joined as always by Holmy. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you today? Very, very good. And we are jumping into the AFC East recap to get you guys ready for everything you missed for the next season coming up. Big division, this one. It's a big division. A lot and, of action. Uh, a lot, a lot of to cover. Yeah, lots and to cover. Biggest headline, I think, in the NFL we'll get to uh, in just a bit. But I think we'll start off with the uh, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, let's jump straight into them. Buffalo Bills, um, interesting season last year. Yeah. Probably for a good majority of it were... Dominant. Dominant, probably number one. Yeah, definitely yeah. number one. For a long period there. So they ended the season 13-3, and three, and I guess this is a common experience for Bills fans. Uh, they look dominant. They're an aggressive team. But they always just fall short. Right at the finish line. So always in that conference championship, which we'll get to in a bit. Josh Allen is staying on for his fifth season with the Bills. Um, There's no doubt Josh is a uh, great quarterback. But, you know, when you're in a conference with the likes of Joe Burrow with the Bengals, Patrick Mahomes from the Chiefs, it's a pretty tough comparison. It's a... It's it's the elite competition in terms of quarterbacks. Definitely. And and there were some inconsistencies from Allen last year. That was sort of backed off by his – he had a late injury in the season. Was it elbow injury, I think, or – Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so that definitely impacted his game. But, as we said, in tough competition, I guess it, it everything matter, counts. does it? Yeah. yeah. We all know Mahomes was injured towards the end as well, but he's still coming with the chocolates. Absolutely. Um now, Allen was sacked 33 times last wow. year, you know, highlighting a, a massive protection issue for the quarterback. So the team kind of aimed in the draft to kind of protect him from that, and they uh, picked up two guards to, to kind of help him out. Now, they went into the draft saying they'll support Allen as much as they can in the offense. So five of their six picks were on the offense. They picked up a new tight end in the draft with Dalton Kincaid, and uh, they're looking for him to be more of a, a slot receiver than one of your defensive protective tight ends. They've also been pretty – they've been busy with the free agency trades. I've noticed a lot. I won't go through them all, but there was a lot of sort of short extensions, one-year deals. It looks like they're balancing out the team uh, or looking for gaps. I'll note a couple. We've got safety Taylor Rapp. He's come across from LA Rams, uh, Super Bowl winning Rams. So that's an interesting inclusion. Mm. Uh, we've got Connor McGovern from Tampa. Wide receiver Deontay Harty on a two-year deal, come across from the Saints. And we've got Seahawks DT Pona Ford. Puna Ford? Puna Ford. Yeah. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but yeah. But the, you can see that they've sort of picked up some quality, um, short deals. A lot of short-term deals. Yeah. It, do you think there's any you know, weight to the argument that they're kind of building to go for a one-shot? Oh, no, they're in their window. Yeah. Like, they should have already had the shot. The window's closing almost. Yeah, yeah. They're, I feel like they're actually – they. They're in the window and they should be in a Super Bowl in the yeah. next two seasons. Yeah, and I think yeah. Yeah, everyone uh, was expecting that the last few years. So a lot to do on the defense, largely the same team. They've got Von Miller, Tredavious White as well. And uh, thankfully, DeMar Hamlin's returning to the team in full health after his very scary injury yeah, uh, we scary. all saw last yeah. year. Incredible comeback. Now, the, uh, the running back room has had some big changes and uh, a couple of reinforcements. They, they've traded Devin Singletary to the Texans with James Cook remaining on the team. Now, Damien Harris has been signed in free agency for the New England Patriots. 
and Latavius Murray has been brought over from the Broncos. On paper, you know, these additions aren't really improvements. Um, Latavius and Harris only average about 4.4 yards per carry, so per opportunity with the ball. And the remaining running back, Cook, only has about 5.7. Maybe they're looking to trade Cook at some point or have some sort of combination package of running backs. But apparently they did flirt with the idea of trading for Dalvin Cook from the Vikings, being James Cook's brother. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like that'll happen. That would have been a good narrative to pick up, I think. That'd be fantastic, yeah. yeah. I do like combinations like that. It doesn't... I feel like the Bills are not someone that needs to go out and make drastic changes. They're looking for 5%. They're, yeah, they're just, to, just to get yeah, across the line. Only, even 1% will get them there. They're in that top top tier of teams. Yeah, they, I think they their record kind of shows this, as we mentioned. The divisional and conference playoffs are their sticking point where they get stuck. So... They lost to the Chiefs in the 2020 playoffs. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Bengals in the 2021 playoffs. And this year's 2022 playoffs, they lost to the Bengals once again. The way the conference is looking, I'm assuming that's where they're going to come up. And two out of those three ended up making it to the Super Bowl final. So that's a high degree yeah, of pedigree to lose to. Exactly. And it's just constant and constant. Do they have what it takes to, to break through this year? Maybe. But uh, on, on the brother chat, as we're talking about Dalvin and yeah, James, I've got a question for you. Of the brothers in the NFL, and, and if you can remind me of anyone else, I've got here the Kelsey brothers. Yep. The Cook brothers, we've mentioned already. Yep. The Bosa brothers and the Diggs brothers. So Stefan and Trayvon Diggs. Yes. Who would you like to see play on the same team? Oh, Bosa brothers. Yeah? Yeah. I know the Kelsey brothers are entertaining, but I don't think they would... They're not like in your face on the field yep. uh, as much as the Bosa brothers would be pure destruction. Pure destruction. I think it would be cool with the Kelsey brothers is they'd be on the same line. Like they're on the O-line yeah, together, that's true. which is yeah, pretty fun. That's true. But yeah, no, I, I, I'd yeah. have to say, yeah, Bosa or the Kelsey brothers for yeah, sure. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun though. They are marked to have a, uh, a tough schedule, the Bills ahead of them, so... We'll just have to see how they fare, and they've got you know a, an improved rival in the division, which we'll uh, get to soon. What do you reckon a pass mark for for Bills would be? They have to get past. They have to get into the Super Bowl. Into the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Comfortable with that. Yeah, I think that's that's their goal. Yeah. Winning the Super Bowl is definitely their goal, but there's that barrier. Just they keep bang, 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 well, bang, banging did, up against. I do. I did watch a lovely documentary where they made four Super Bowls in a row and still didn't win one. <laughs> oh, so, really? Mate, yeah. So, when was this? Uh, so 1990 to 1993, I believe. Oh, my So God. four seasons. Yeah, consecutive, yeah. Made four consecutive Super Bowls and did not win one of them. And they still sit on zero Super Bowl wins. Wow. Yeah. So I don't think the fans would. <laughs> no. I don't think they're. <laughs> Maybe they're used to this. So. Yeah. I don't know. There'd be some. There'd be some sad moments for them if they um, if they don't make it yeah. and win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to move on to the New England Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots. Um, so obviously a bit different to the Buffalo Bills. They actually have a legacy of six Super Bowl titles. Very recently. So yeah, and I think still reeling from that loss of uh, big old Brady. Yeah, it's it's sort of, but you know they can have that. You know, they oh can, yeah, they can hurt a little oh, bit. Oh no, when we you've got six titles six, in your yeah. bank, you know they've had some good, they've had some good times, and it's probably our parents' era a little bit more than ours. Like yeah, there is, I'd say there is so. a strong Patriots um, support in Australia. I would say. They're probably a well-known brand. I yeah. think probably 
well-known brand around the world, actually, on the basis of Brady and their success. Absolutely. But overly, haven't done a lot. No. So Mac Jones is still the quarterback for the Patriots this year and last year kind of saw an awkward, icy relationship Mm. with Mac and the coaches. There was this clip, Mac coming off the field and just yelling at his offensive coordinator yeah, for the play call. Not a good look, by the way. Not a good look. Mm. He's so frustrated. It just shows like a lack of trust and, and just kind of a, it's not classy move. Yeah. He's selling out your coach. Yeah, do it in the change room. And, and Bill Belichick, he's like, he's like a, the old man in the night before, was it the nightmare before Christmas? Scrooge? Scrooge. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. he's very yeah, Scroogey yeah, vibes. Yeah. And he's just this grumpy, grumpy guy and players and players have talked about you don't want to be on the opposite side of a death stare or yeah. a lecture from Bill and you're forcing him to then answer questions that he doesn't want to answer at the press conference. Why was Mac yelling at your offensive coach? Are you going to get rid of your offensive coach? Are you going to get rid of Mac? Ultimately, they did get rid of their offensive coach. They did. In the end, yeah. yeah. So I think Bill O'Brien is now coming in. Um, he does have a previous relationship with Mac yep. and he says he's uh, energised to be working with him. So I don't know if that's the lesson there. It tells me who decides. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's a, like when it comes down to it, it's his opinion yeah. is greater than the coach's. Seemingly. Well, possibly Bill disagreed with him. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, there were some moments here. Bailey Zappi took the field when um, Mac was benched at one point last year and his first play he throws a touchdown. Yeah. And as we were talking about off air uh, about Mac Jones and Tom Brady, all these fans have come off the Tom Brady era and mm. they're waiting for the next Brady. And Mac, of course, was because he's the new Patriots quarterback. He's the next Brady. Yeah. That's definitely him. And then a few years go on, they're like, all right, it's not him. Yep. <laughs> Pick the next guy. Next guy. Yeah. Next and, guy. And of course, you know, the best uh, audition ever is first play that you've been put on the field. Yeah. Throw a soaring, like, 40 yard touchdown. There were rumors he was going to get traded, Mac, possibly by the end of the playoffs. That didn't happen. Um, Belichick's come out and said, Mac is. Still the starter, and I'm as excited about him as I was when we first drafted him. So there's a lot of pressure on Mac to perform, though. This season will be a tough one for well, him. He has got a new wide receiver, one of our favorite names. Yeah, from the Kansas City Chiefs. Juju Smith-Schuster. Yes. Got a great name. Perfect. Absolutely. Uh, and, and and really good player, too. I think he'll be key on the team. Yeah. Uh, signed a three-year deal, uh, $25 million, mm-hmm. uh, up to $33 million. Seems a... Big price for him? Yeah, I, I would say so. Like I was kind of looking through the stats on this and a bit of kind of footage from Juju, and it's hard to tell on the Chiefs. He was definitely yeah. a good option, but the Chiefs had so many options where his stats could be diluted by selecting other players. Correct, yeah. It's kind of like looking at you know the Vikings receiver stats next to Jefferson. Of course, he's going to get all the yards. And at the end of last season, yeah. he was going for a record, so they were targeting him to break this record. Now, Juju, though, with the Patriots... He's got to be wide receiver one. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, So I don't know, expecting big things. Um, They lost Jacoby Myers for Smith. But yeah, I think that's a a positive move. It'll be be a good one to follow. Definitely. Um, They've also got a new tight end in Mike Gusecki, who's come over from the Dolphins. Now he's a decent pass option for the Bills. And he actually uh, averaged of gaining 11.3 yards per catch for the Dolphins last year. That's impressive. That's a first down every reception right, yeah. on average. So yeah. very, very That's cool. That's easy. That's easy math. Not that they uh, throw it to him that often, but when they did, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got that option. So very cool. Um, Ramondre Stevenson remains a running back for the Patriots as well. Uh, other notable re-signing is cornerback Jonathan Jones, 
So they got him to re-sign on a two-year deal. Uh, became a big priority after safety Devin McCourty uh, announced his retirement at the end of the season. So that was, ended up being a good re-signing for them after initially looking like he was going to leave. Yeah, well, the Patriots have a, a rough first four games as well. You know, Philadelphia mm. week one, Dolphins, then the Jets, and then the Cowboys, which uh, it'll be a real indication pretty early for yeah. them. Yeah. Look, they do have a really highly ranked defense um, under Bill Belichick's direction. So hopefully the changes on offense make them a bit more competitive in the season and we can shape up and, and see like a really cool division. Okay, Dave, who have we got next? <sighs> you can hear by that breath that um, <laughs> we're on to... Your favourite. Your favourite, <laughs> not my favourite. <laughs> No, I'd say that in um, in cheek. Uh, we're on to the New York Jets, yes. who have been the flavour of the offseason. For sure. Definitely the biggest headline of the offseason is the signing of Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets after ending his long, long, long career with the Green Bay Packers. Now, definitely one of the biggest shakeups in the league. Rodgers is a, well, divisive figure. And uh, he's a divisive figure on this podcast, apparently. Uh, However, there is no doubt he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the modern era. Well. Well, there's some doubt. There is some debate. (laughs) You may have heard us, uh, I guess, allude to this in the past, but Dave Dave saw one season of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so because I'm fresh to Aaron Rodgers. Yep. See, I don't even know his proper name yet. Oh, <laughs> no, it's a dis- that's a burn. Yeah, that's yeah. a burn. <laughs> Alan Rodgers, yeah. I call him. <laughs> it's more around, I just didn't see what everyone else sees in him because of probably immaturity of, of the game. Definitely. And, and obviously not fully understanding why he's considered so great when he re- he's won one, one Super Bowl. Compared to other legends that and, have... And two consecutive MVPs. Yeah. But you but don't get... That, uh, if you've got two MVPs, you should have two rings, right? <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> like if... Because you know who, who should get the win. MVP is the one who got the ring. Yeah, Patty Mahomes. Yeah. 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 And I just... I'm struggling. I, I think he's a divisive character. I love it. I think it's it's great. It, it's, a, it's a love-hate relationship. And I'm gonna love to hate him. I yeah. think you, you made a good point as well. Because when... Athletes are arrogant yeah. and, and rude and dismissive of teams. And, and Aaron certainly was all mm. of that the last two years. He wasn't playing ball with the Packers. He was intentionally a pain yeah. in the arse yeah. to get what he wants. Athletes can do that when they are the best. Yes. But you saw one season of him playing pretty mediocre. Yeah. And you're like, who's this arse? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, everyone's like, but he's really good. Not this year. And I'm like, but that's all I've got to yeah. measure him off. And I know we talk about, oh, I've got to go watch some highlights, but I ain't doing we're it. No, we're watching highlights. We're watching highlights after this. Um, look, divisive or not, uh, Aaron has gotten to the Jets and is living up that New York rock star life. Um, oh, I do like, the look, the oh. Nicholas Cage Conair look, though he's now he's it, now cleaned up. I know. Yeah. I didn't like. I, I like the sleaze look. Like, bring it back. <laughs> that was the other factor I enjoyed about him. He looks too clean now. Yeah. No. Well, he's actually showing up to optional training. Oh, so you're saying that he's had a makeover? Yeah, he's this had a makeover, happened, and he's it? like he shattered all that mm. Wisconsin cheese off him, and he's now heading into New York, playing up courtside seats, going to the NBA. Do we finals. have? Do we know how many years he's signed for? Is it? 
One. Is it just one? I straight believe up? it's a one shot. Yeah, I couldn't pick it up on my research. So to that, the narrative now goes with the Jets. They're going all in for the ultimate payoff with the Super Bowl championship. So they're spending as much money as they can, filling all the gaps for one run of it, just akin to the LA Rams doing that uh, a couple of years back. Well, we all know the consequence of if you get it wrong, though. Yeah. Well, here's the thing I've got at the moment, because what did the Jets finish last year? The Jets finished, I believe, seven, uh, last in the division, seven wins, ten losses. This is like uh, this is going to be just great television, like because mm. it'll show me if you can buy a premiership or buy, sorry, buy a Super Bowl, <laughs> Australian term there. You get that out of it. <laughs> and it's just I'm curious to know. And then let's talk about the other factor of cherry picking your mm. team. So is this just is this just a Green Bay rebadged? Yeah, well, yeah. There's, there's definitely some points to that. So when Rogers got to the Jets, he uh, essentially had a shopping list of who he wants uh, to come to the Jets with him. And so he gave this list. Some actually had some retired or like kind of veteran players. But who the Jets actually signed from this list had Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. Both have now come over from the Green Bay Packers to the Jets. Malik Taylor from Green Bay has also signed with them. So that's four Packers who have now left the Jets. I left for the Jets. Not a coincidence, Not a coincidence. At, at all. Yeah. Um, a few other pickups there. The Jets also signed McCall Hardman Jr. from the Chiefs. And uh, my question is, with all these signings, and especially in the wide receivers with Lazard and Cobb, what happens to their existing receivers? You know, you've got Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, and Tyler Conklin still remaining from the previous year with the Jets. What order are they going to be in as starters? Do they trade any of them? And does Aaron just have all the influence here? Well, despite what... Um Despite what the New York Jets are going to tell us, Aaron's got to decide, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, if you can get someone to pay well, someone to move well, teams. Well, the other fact as well, from watching him last year, which frustrated me the most, he also gets to choose who to throw it to. Yes, he does, yeah. So he can highlight whoever he wants to. Yeah. Like, what a, what an impressive job that is. Well, he's really playing the puppet master to, yeah, <laughs> to the yeah. NFL at the moment. But I guess he absorbs all the pressure too, though. Yeah. Because it all eyes on him. I think that you never know which way Aaron's going to go. Um, but from what he's kind of showing the world at the moment is I'm going to optional trainings. Mm. I'm cleaned up. I'm talking up the team. I'm doing all this media. He's in for it now. It's it's now all on his shoulders. He can't blame the head office. I'm sure well, it will. It's his design. It's on his design. Yeah. And it's his one shot at it. All the pressure's on his shoulders. I just, I just personally think how the gap seems too far. Like to, like surely the aim should be, like playoffs, not. Yeah, you're you saying know? the gap from going from the bottom of the division yeah. to the top of the league, and, and also like we haven't fully gone through this division, but it's strong. It's a strong div. They've got a team that we consider should be playing Super Bowl. Yeah, and another team that a made great the wild cards and yeah. made it through. So yeah, I I find it. That's what I'm curious to understand. It's going to be great television. Well, the Jets have. You know, one of the highest ranked defenses as well last year. Uh, and nine starters from that defensive team have returned to the team yeah. this year. Um, they've got a few extra defensive players in the draft as well. Mm. It basically is. The defense is good. We've mm. seen that already. Yep. They've like, we've only got to work on one thing, and that's our offense. So, so let's pay. What are you saying to Aaron? Prove me wrong? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got no excuses. He's got no excuses. And this is a. 
someone's eating their words at the end of the year. Yep. And it'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the last team we've got in the division, the Miami Dolphins. I'm more curious to start with a couple of things I learned about the Dolphins in the offseason. Go for it. Enlighten uh, us. Yes, yeah, so, so we all know their new stadium, the Hard Rock Cafe Stadium. Yeah, great name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who sponsored it? Yeah. It's better than Crypto.com. Is that for the F1? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the most curious thing I learned is that the actual wave bench is in the direct sunlight. When they're playing like when a day game. When they're playing at home. So, so, obviously, they always have the same home side and the way side for yeah, the benches. I'll give you an example. They played against the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Dolphins bench, it was 27 degrees. In the shade. In the shade. This yep. is Australian. Yep, 27 yep. degrees. On the Commanders side, it was 38 degrees. What? Because they're in full sun. Full sun. Full sun. So, it penetrates and hits them. In the face. (laughs) (laughs) And the other factor is, you'll notice when Dolphins play at home, they wear their white strip. Oh, so they have to be in dark when they're in their away The opposition team has to wear their dark strip. No way. So not only are you in the sun hotter, you're also getting, you're in your darker clothes attracting the heat. What a curious factor that is. Oh, my God. Well, do you reckon that's intentional? 100%. You oh, a beautiful oh, accident. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm like, hoping it's a yeah, beautiful accident. Yeah. If someone, if it was, someone's claiming it on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was I, us. The only way you really know is if the change rooms of the away team's better than the home team. Yeah. Because it'll tell me that they went and were like, oh, no. <laughs> we're going over there. There's no cold water yeah, in the showers yeah, of the away yeah. team. We're going over there. <laughs> So that's my curious thing about the Dolphins, which so I'm going to watch some out. mind games. I'm going to watch out this season. That's one of my factors. Is that stadium about like two years old? Um, yeah, around that. Yeah, would, it's, it's not much older new. than that if it is. Just when the Dolphins picked up tour and started doing better. Yeah. Curious. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get into the team. Tua Tagovailoa returns from injury reserve after suffering his second concussion of the season in week 17. You know, Tua was reportedly questioning retirement after the traumatic brain injuries as well as a back injury. Um, his parents appeared on TV, though, reassured the public, saying, you know, he comes back. Our son, that's our guy, he comes back. Mm. Uh, so he's more than more than likely to stay with the team. Um, I, you know, to, to talk on this a little bit, Dave, like that clip of Tua last year, getting up after the tackle, collapsing on the field is, is truly stuck in my mind. Of course, it's you know it's his decision, and, and football means everything to him. But concussions are really scary, and you know we we always think of you know, Phil Hughes, the Australian cricketer who uh, who passed away after having a bowl strike him in the head. Yeah, I can't help but think you know it, it's just a game, and I'm, I'm quite nervous to actually watch him this year. It's it's getting like it's an evolving like the concussion is a, such an evolving body of evidence you know that we're learning every month every week mm. every like it's evolving so quickly that we're quite we're not understanding something this at the start of this season by the end of this season the our consideration will might even change even more mm. but it's definitely pointing towards like you got to look after yourself we're going to sh- in Australian rules at the moment it's it's a big topic as well like yep. it's a massive topic and they're working really hard with the rule changes to eliminate some elements of it but 
can't get rid of it all, can't get rid of it all because it's a contact sport. Yeah, and and you know they they tried with the rules last year, um, controversial at times mm. with the sacking the quarterback mm. uh, if it was too aggressive or not. Some you know it's up to the refs at the end of the day. Yeah, some calls to me looked completely unnecessary. Yeah, uh, and some looked very very necessary. But either way, these new rules didn't protect Tua from getting concussed. Yeah, twice yeah. in uh, fifteen weeks because you still have football acts that are gonna cause concussion that are no. No yeah. fault of either. No, player. no, unintentional yeah. or even just a coincidence. Yeah, just pure football incidents that happen. Right? Yeah, but it's 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 when are the when is the point going to come when the individual is doesn't decide and the club or doctor decides for them? I'm curious about. Yeah, two is an interesting case which will be watched. Very close. Is there a point when is it is it two when a point when done. it's taken from him? Because yes, he'll play. Oh yeah, like you can't get them off playing. the field. They want to play. Yeah, but is it? Is there a point when the club will decide this is not in your best interest? All right, back to uh, back to the team and what they've done in the off season. Um, so the Dolphins were in a little bit of trouble uh, for what have they done? They well, they were trying to sign Tom Brady and, and Coach Sean Payton uh, in defiance of NFL policies. Um, they were both with other teams at the time, and then they were penalised. They missed out on, I believe, the first draft pick. This year, yep, and also next year. Oh, big, as well. Big so, crime. Uh, yeah, it's it's a decent punishment. Mm. Um, so they only had four picks actually going into the draft uh, after being caught out. Um, and I know they picked up a cornerback in round two and a running back in round three. Uh, so since they only had a, a real tiny handful of picks, they ended up going on a bit of a shopping spree in, yeah, in free agency. Ex- ex- that explains a bit why we had so much action going on. Yeah. Because uh, what have we got? we got Mike White, Braxton, and Burros, and Dan Fenny. Dan Fenny, yep. Yep, from the Jets. Yep. Um, also, that tells us something about what the Jets had well, to do. Well, the Jets had to make some space. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a, uh, I wonder why they got them. Anyone, yeah, anyone yeah, want yeah. these boys? Yeah. And then you got Malik Reed and Eric Sorbet from the Broncos, mm-hmm. Long from Tennessee, yep. um, and Dion Elliott from Deshaun, the, Deshaun, Deshaun Elliott, Elliott from Detroit. Yeah. And uh, also in the Kicker Club. Oh, Bailey. Punter yeah. Jake Bailey from New England as yeah. well. You know, Mike White from the Jets makes a lot of sense as well. I think um, people forget this because of last year, obviously, with Tua getting concussed, Teddy Bridgewater was the backup. He now uh, doesn't play for the team anymore. Uh, then he was pairing the team up until the, I think, second last game of the regular season. He broke his finger. Mm. So they also had to go to their third quarterback. Third, third string. Yeah. Third string. So And then he carried into the, the playoffs um, and that depth of QB. They've recognised that. So Mike White was the backup to Zach Wilson last year. Not as much experience. They played a, a few games together, but, a, you know, a decent concept to have anyway to develop just in case some, the worst happens. Yeah. And they've re-signed running back uh, more sad as well on a two-year deal. So yep. they've they've retained. They've they've retained the quality that they've got and added a little extra. So Oh, also, they had a uh, pretty notable signing from the Rams. Yeah, great pickup. Um, Jalen Ramsey, across from, obviously, LA Rams. Perfect pickup for their team because it really does, like, as a cornerback, it's going to really push their ability to turn over in the game as well. Yeah, so and get the offense a couple more chances. Yeah, yeah. and as well, Ramsey's quality. Like, he's a good pickup. He's pick a up. great pickup. I think it's a really good pickup for them. So I'm interested to see how he goes in the 
Or in the shade. Yeah, so. in the shade. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, on that as well, as we said, Mostert as well, Jeff Wilson Jr. is also re-signed and Tyreek Hill, of course. Beautiful. Cheetah remains at uh, wide receiver. And uh, I think only losing wide receiver Trent Sherfield to Buffalo and Gusecki to New England, which we mentioned. Well, it'll be a, another season as well under the always entertaining uh, Mike McDaniels. Oh, he's, he's a great character. He's such a good character. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see his uh, press conferences this yeah. year. Yeah. And uh, look, hopefully Tua stays healthy and all the best with that. But uh, I reckon they're going to be a really fun team to watch yet Tua, again. Tua stays on the field. Well, where, where are you putting them? Where are you putting them as a pass? Hmm. So they had nine and eight last year. I think they need to get into the divisional playoffs. Past the wild cards, yep. to the divisional playoffs. Yeah, I think that there could be a really strong competitor for the Bills. So that wraps up the AFC East recap. We'll head on to now headlines and projections with Caddison. Woo! This is the bit where we get Caddison to project what is going to happen to the season and the headline that bases. Based on that outcome, so I think this is a tough one. Yeah, this, I, this I think is I struggled. Good, oh, I'm interested. This one could go anyway. I'm really interested. So there better be quality here, though, because it's a quality group. <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, <laughs> that leads me a lot yeah, of confidence. Just like the New England Patriots, lower your standards. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, uh, in number four, I do have the New England Patriots. All I have here is Pat's fall flat. Pat's will fall bottom of the division. And Mac Jones will be traded out. Ooh. Yeah, so a little, yeah. little spice there. Yeah. Number three. This is a big call. But I've put the New York Jets. At three? I've put them at three. Yeah, I'm okay for this. The New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers hits the ejector seat button. With a failed one-shot attempt to win a championship, the Jets flame out in their division and don't make the finals. Aaron Rodgers retires. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That'd be intriguing. The fail would be intriguing. Yeah. Do you reckon he retires or he goes for another one shot somewhere else? Well, who would want him after that? He's bloody ruining your franchises, right? It's true. What if they fall, like, what if they get into, like, the conference or the divisional finals? Yeah, that's that's a pass. That's a pass? Yeah. yeah. You, you give that as a pass for the Jets? I would. Okay. Yeah. They have done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, that's, that's all right. And uh, number two. I have the Miami Dolphins. Oh, yes. Yep. I wasn't as creative with this one. Uh, the Finns finish second. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <Thank you>. Yeah. <laughs> um, number one, of course, to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Bills' tears spill as they fall short on another conference championship. Oh, no. Yeah. You're not going to give them it. No, I'm not oh, going to give them no. it. Oh, no. Oh, those fans. I know. I'd oh. love them to do it. I yep. just it's can't right. see why this year is different. Yeah, yep. Now we're on to my favourite segment, Fan Favourites with David Holm, where David's going to pick you the best team to support in this division if you're new to the game or just sick of your current team. I think you've got a pretty tough uh, grouping here. This one is actually this one is actually hard. Like, you have... I've got mine. Yeah, we, we can pen through Patriots. Yeah. They've had their time. See you later. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. We're, we're not talking about yeah. that. We're moving on. Now, the Jets, if you're a casual fan, watch them. Don't say you support them. Just, yeah. just watch them. You only have this team for 12 Just say months. I'm interested in the Jets, mm-hmm. but don't support them. Mm-hmm. And we're moving on. Now, <laughs> wow, it's so weird you didn't pick Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> now, this is where it, this is where it actually genuinely gets this stuck. Does get because there's these are in my opinion, there are two polar teams. Mm. Like I think I think Buffalo Bills are disciplined, you know, straight lined. Like the team you want to support because they're consistent, they do well, they always make the finals. Stefan Diggs, so entertaining. Yeah, Josh Allen, very entertaining. Brilliant players, good brand. Mm-hmm. Like you can really get behind that brand. But Ooh. but the one thing the Buffalo Bills don't have is Mike McDaniels. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Look, they, you're right. They, they're kind of the same. They've got Tyreek Hill. Yeah. you got Stefan Diggs. Very similar. Got good quarterbacks who yeah. are both young. I think the Dolphins are a lot of fun. Yep. So I'm picking fun teams. I and, like this. And I don't think you want the heartbreak of the Bills. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like the research I've shown, I'm probably, it's too much. It's too much to go through. It, it's just, as I said, why now? Mm. Dolphins, it's all ahead of them. It's just, they're just good. Yeah. You know, and you can get their merch in, in Australia. Any, any <laughs> shop. <laughs> I don't see the Bills around in the shops. No, right. All right, well, that wraps up our podcast for the AFC East. Uh, thanks so much for joining me, Dave. Thanks, Cad. It's been great. We'll uh, see you guys in the next episode. Bye, Matt. Bye.